March has arrived and we are only weeks away from the big tournament. Yep, that tournament. Make sure to head to Bet Online and open an account today to get in on their 100,000 bracket madness contest starting March 15th. That's right, I said $100,000 on March 15th. You don't need to be hardcore to get in on the action. And with the multiple entries available, is this season's best chance to cash in. And remember, the NBA and XFL are still going strong. So whatever your passion is, BetOnline is the place to be for all your betting needs. Visit our good friends and exclusive partner, BetOnline, to take advantage of the best bonuses in the business. Sign up for a free account and make sure you use the promo code BLUEWIRE, all one word, BLUEWIRE, for your 50% off Sign up bonus. Once again, promo code BLUEWIRE, all one word, for your 50% sign up bonus. Bet online, your online sports book experts. Yup. Blue Wire. And we're recording. Podcast episode 20. We have made it 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, and 20 episodes. That's crazy. Some said it would never be done. That's them calling. They just told me. I guess maybe it isn't done. Maybe it's done. Don't do that. You're confused to listen. Okay, not smart. sorry about that. My name is Ricky Smith. We're right next to the podcast. And I have my best friend in the entire world. Yeah. Not here. But in <laughs> this place, I have Angel Gray. Ricky, I'm just happy that you can count better than you can read. Who's our guest today? Okay. Uh, <laughs> we have a very special guest. Uh, this is only our second guest out of 20. Episode 10 was our other special guest, Guy Tori. Hello, Guy. Um, he's not here. Well, he's listening. He's I'm usually sure. always here. He's been in Cleveland every weekend. I'm sure he's listening. Uh, none other than the giraffe himself. Do you know that's what he refers to himself as? Eat from the top of the trees. Absolutely. Way to get a researcher, Angel. Way to do. Angel did not I do research. I got to tell you about that. I got to tell you about uh, how that. How about you start now? So this is all uh, we be. were, I was like a producer for the show, Julian Dry. We had uh Wait, do you want to say a name first? Your name? Oh, I'm Emma <laughs> Golden, but I'm sorry. <laughs> My bad. Welcome. Hold on. So Welcome. you're not a very good host, Ricky. He's you're not. supposed to He's give him a beautiful, beautiful intro and everything. Right. I know. You're supposed I to say. Tri- I said, he's a giraffe. And he's supposed to say, giraffe here. I gave him the. No. That no, no, no. They're trying to say I'm no, 16. No, no, no. no. And you, I think it could have been a And I've been arguing there. with people about Colin all morning oh, on so Twitter. Oh, so we have a weird so, thing yeah. about the calves. <laughs> really? Oh, uh, yeah. Anyway, the, 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 the top of the tree thing, right? As I'm right. Um, we so we had Carlos. Uh, oh man, what is his last name? Now I'm, uh, I'm but drawing you're on a the terrible point. interview. Santana? Right. No, 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 no. From uh, NFL, I want to call him. Um, dang, Car- Dan's not Dansberry. Just, just go with it. Anyway, so we got a uh, guy on, and he was he was asked like, "What what do you say to the people that said you just came um, to the Browns to get a check?" Oh, oh, yeah. Carlos. Dansby. Yeah, it was Dansby. Dansby, yeah. Carlos Dansby. And he goes, man, look, I'm a giraffe. And I eat from the top of the trees. I'm standing 50 feet tall. So all those rabbits and turtles that's talking about I came here for a check, I can't hear you, man. And I was like, wow. 
I like that one. Yeah, <laughs> and it changed my whole thought and everything. I said, all right, I'm going to be on that giraffe stuff from Did now on. Did he make it to the Pro Bowl that year? Not that year. But he has made it to the Pro Bowl. Yes, okay, yeah, fine. yeah. I was, it would be worse if he got cut. I was just about to say, and in my <laughs> mind, I just had cut. a clip uh, of like Zootopia, <laughs> like all these animals I running around. Zootopia. Yeah. Uh, well, no, thank you for uh, coming. No, thanks for having me. Because you're thanks a big deal. Me. Huge. Nah, not you're, really. No, you're, but you're pretty awesome. I, I appreciate it. Thank you. Um, you, you, uh, you have a show? Yes, two shows, believe it or not. The Next Level, 3 to 6 on uh, 850 ESPN Cleveland, and Game Day on Saturdays on ESPN Radio. And that's uh, locally, the second one? No, the Saturday show is a national show with ESPN Radio. I don't know, like 500 stations, something like that. You know, 500 stations. <laughs> and you know what's crazy about, about you? Uh, you fill in, seems like, every show anybody fill in for. Yeah, yeah, well, that's good. That means, you know, they want Hot you commodity. back, right? Yeah, right. like, so there's it was it was funny as I've been working like six days a week for I don't know four or five months and um, they were like hey don't worry about it Saturday we have a college basketball game I started making plans with my wife I'm like yes I got a full weekend off then I got a call like no we need you to fill in for this other show That's if crazy, you're available man. and I'm like hey I'll get the money man you ain't got it but when do you say no because at some point I don't he doesn't okay. yeah, he does yeah. he conf- I don't say no <laughs> he used to confuse me because I listen to a lot of talk radio just doing stuff and I judged the day by the day of the week. So I turn the radio and I hear him. And I'm like, oh, shoot, it's oh, no, Monday. It's, it's, it's yeah. Saturday. Right. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. Oh, good, man. Yeah. Uh, no, so little known fact. Actually, it's very known fact. Uh, Emmett was the first radio interview I ever did before I became big time. Yeah. yeah. Actually, he, I was bigger then. I got flown in. I was just about to say, was this last week? Or? No. This, okay, Angel. Yeah. You know, no, he, I came in hot. You're Angel, right. he came into the studio, right? I was uh, producing um, 3 Deep at the time. Mm-hmm. Came into the studio. Will Burge, you know, the host of the show, was like, hey, man, this guy Rick, he's hilarious. We got to interview him. I was like, all right, like, whatever. I'm, you know, Rick was coming in, cracking jokes. I'm like, I'm down to have some fun. And then Rick told a joke. Oh, uh, <laughs> what was the joke, Rick? Well, let, me, let me back up first. I, I kind of want to hear, no, when oh, he does is, that, you have no, his attention. No, no, let, me, let me tell you this. This is before Rick. Before I, I was the right. kindness guy. Oh, no. So it's funny because I was like Twitter famous and I'm doing all this web series and stuff is kind of going for me popping. And Cleveland didn't know at the time, even funnier, yeah, I actually was living in my car at the mm-hmm. time. So like right. Cleveland know this. So Barley House flew me in to host his event. They're like, we pick you up and we'll do this radio show. We have a hotel and all this stuff. And I'm like, cool. At the time, I literally couldn't afford to fly home for Christmas. So like, when are you going back? And I was like, I just did that. Well, South just Airlines. Like that. Yeah. <laughs> so fly in and I mind you, good times. And I'm 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 all right. Like I'm doing okay, but it's, I'm struggling. It's, it's, everyone knows the story. Ends up being rake. So I come to town and I had never done like radio before. And I've done LA comedy, stand up. And you can just do whatever in LA. You can just whatever, because people offended. You just offended, keep going. This is for canceling mm-hmm. people and stuff. Right, so right, I get right, going right. in. And I used to listen to them on the radio, and I'm listening, whatever. And clearly, I didn't listen enough, and I didn't know backstories <laughs> of his co-hosts. Uh, oh no, I do know the story, yeah. and that uh, was yeah, a terrible I story. I tell the story, PC, right now. I, I don't even know. Um, I think I, you. I'm actually, I'm, I'm pretty good at this. Okay, so. go ahead. Oh, no. Rick, I'm nervous. Yeah, Rick tells a joke, something to the effect of, "If you slept with a special needs woman, how would you know, like, if she enjoyed it or something?" This, this, is, he, this is the clean version. Yeah. My mama listens. Right, yeah. Okay, well. And then it See the was... Lights? Yeah. The lights are flipping. That's Jesus. The lights... They're the like, are, yo. The group is listening. The lights right now are story. literally flickering. What? what? But they're doing it on rhythm. Yes. They're doing it on rhythm. Wow. And uh, he made some noise. 
I'm freaked still, out. This is why E is good radio and your TV. As we saw, there's a, there's a, I don't see if you saw the, the picture she posted. Oh, yeah, I did. I mean, e is rolling. E is like, we got to record. And right. just stop what she's doing. To fill you in, my lights are synced. I have you lights, Phillips, and I haven't synced to emails. So if I get a very important email, it fl- flickers. If it's oh. raining, it flickers a different color. If it's like extremely important email, like, so that was a direct deposit. I mean, for real. I just got direct deposit and it flickers. That was a happy one. Nice. Red is like, I got to get that set up. Yeah. I like that. Red is like, <laughs> I was no, going to say, I we need to get out of here well, immediately. I set them up drunk. So like yellow, <laughs> I have no idea. Yellow one, it just, it just goes. Anyway, story. We're seven minutes. Yeah, we have so about he, made, he makes this, he makes this weird noise in this, um, this action. Oh, with, sir, like, sure. I didn't know his, his co-host. Uh, has a special needs child. Right. <laughs> right. And he's huge. So nobody laughs. And, and like, he this, just this joke works on stage. It's like my, yeah. one of my best jokes. And he's just like, "Oh, okay, that's that didn't work." <laughs> and then um, Gerard Marcola, he goes, "Well, you know, I have a special needs daughter." And Rick's like, "All right, man, I'll see y'all later. I'll just go <laughs> head out. Get up, mama. Get outside. All right, mama. Grab my stuff. I'm just gonna get out of here." So it was hilarious. <laughs> it was hilarious. Did one of the most awkward moments. The, that's the. Is it more awkward for you, or is it more awkward for a friend? Of no, like I, both. So he was ready to laugh. Well, you're like, I, I was, can't laugh. The real E was like, biting his, now that I know E, he was like, <laughs> Yeah, because I was sitting there like, Gerard is not happy. Right? No, he's not. <laughs> but Gerard's like, he's a nice guy, and he's just like, okay, I, he doesn't know, you know, so I'm not going to get offended. I'm and not going to take it, I was, you know. I was going to go straight into sports and basketball and your thoughts and stuff. You guys being African-American in the media and Cleveland, stuff like that. But since we're doing stories, when I tell <laughs> the first time you eat, when I'm drinking, then. He set me up. No, on he, this set, one. Oh, the, he the, set the, me I up. I did not set you up. Yeah, he did. So we go to Barley House. We oh, had Barley House. Was it that night? Um, yeah, it was three deep night was, out. Oh, they so had it was three, three deep. Yeah, it was, was, a, it was the show. show. It was a, like one of the first shows it I was on. Bad. I know. Wait, we have a bell. <laughs> so when did you fill you up? Anything, anything weird to the down? So she would ring the bell with three deep. Okay. That doesn't sound. Nowadays, it sounds like a weird radio show. Right. But it's it's a football <laughs> coverage, right? Well, yeah. yeah. Better call it blitz. Call it yeah. coverage. Right. So we had some guys like donated a bunch of money to like hang out with us, and we had a limousine and everything. Well, these dudes. Part of the night was to go to the Hustler Club. It's 8 o'clock, and they're like, let's go to the Hustler Club. We're like, bro, it's like 8 o'clock. Right. Like, it's way too early for that. But they wanted to go so bad. We told them, take a limo. Y'all go ahead. We're just going to chill at Barley. So we're sitting there, and I'm drinking beer, right? I, I love beer, so I'm drinking beer. So he says. And Rick's like, hey, you want to want to drink a beer? Oh. I'm like, yeah. Like, for sure. He said, come up here. So I walk up Mine to the is stage. Not, it's not my event. I don't even know where I got a microphone from. He just grabbed I, the mic. Knowing Rick, we all know. Right. Okay. So I walk, I'm like, why is he walking me up to the stage to drink a beer? They come out with pictures of oh, beer no. and hand them to everybody. And they said something to the effect of, if you finish this, like your tab is free tonight or something like that. Somebody said something like that. I just so had a microphone. I was they like, say, right. so are you hosting this hosting. thing? Yeah, he's, he's, he's hosting just a, right, He said it's like nine o'clock. It's like a random yeah, Tuesday. Like a Wednesday, Tuesday, Wednesday <laughs> night. And I don't know if you've ever been to a bar in Cleveland on Tuesday. There's really only nobody there. No. So if you're there drinking beer, you really are. You said it. Yeah. Sad. So he says, now I already had like three, four beers, ate good because food was provided for this, this and all this stuff. It's very relevant to the story, Angel. Yeah, he very had food relevant. in his stomach. So 
Rick says go. People are pouring beer all over. I'm like, I'm not putting, I'm not getting messy here. You know, I'm actually going to drink this. So I'm drinking, I'm drinking, I'm drinking. He's actually doing well. And I'm like, man, I'm, I'm like maybe the third to last person still there. And I'm like, man, why am I doing this? I took one last big gulp right back into the picture in front of everybody in Barley House. In front of everybody in Barley House. Most embarrassing thing ever you happened in my life. You know when somebody like almost drowned and is embarrassing, they come up like, <gasps> yeah. that's, that's right. honestly what I've seen, yes. dude, Some dude came out the back and handed me a mop. You know what I'm saying? It was bad. <laughs> And it was bad. Hey, so dude was like, bro, to the point where I actually right? thought he was mad at me. Like, right. like you know, like why'd you do that to me? Like it was one of those looks. And but just why like, would you do that to him? Why not? Oh, that's Rick. So he's I, one of those friends. Rick is one of those friends. So I I mean, just that's do, why do Rick it. got these wings out here and stuff. I got a show to do today. Like I'll smell. It's a setup. It's, so it's a setup. It's a setup. So I'm right. glad that you right. shared that story because now we are here. When I walked in, I said, "Okay, we got these hot wings." Then I looked at you and I was like, why am it? Well, I wanted lunch and I was right. going to eat some wings and I decided, uh, Angel, I know you like hot and spicy foods and Emmett doesn't like too many foods. And yeah, I'm that's, extremely that makes eater. for a great TV, even though this is a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so we have uh, the hottest wings from Wink and Lizard. We have the hottest wings from Bubba Wild Wings. People, 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 the fill people in. Wink and Lizard is a local Local, yeah, Cleveland. restaurant, right? Local wild wings is across the country. I was gonna do that at the end, but uh, we can if you guys want to do it now. I feel like that's doing now. Well, I feel like the interview is gonna just go to shit. Like I said, I'll we, take can, we get three a, swears episode. I'll take a bite of no, those. No, it. You have to do one of each to see what's hotter. All right, I'll take a bite. Okay, of one of each. Okay. Uh, Angel. You, I'll, I'll, I'll okay. participate. Just put it no. in the But where did the Flaming Hot Cheeto Cheetos well, come into play? <laughs> if I could just, I know you're going to take a picture. Right I don't want to. No, I'm fine. So uh, I know they ain't even hot. What do you mean? Like they're okay. cold. Okay. Oh no! Well, so we got we got to make sure this is right. No, I'm put, just put biting too. We're doing the same time, me. Oh, we're all doing. Yeah. Yes, that's yours. Here, right. put one of those in that bowl. Angel, this is your bowl. Oh, what is going on? How do I know which one is the best? No, the darker one is uh, the darker one is Buffalo Wild Wings, and the other one is uh, Wink and Lizard. Another. You said three swears. Yeah, we you did use two. one. Yeah, we are using so, one. Well, Angel uh, on our first ever podcast, thing. Angel got us an drums. E. No, I didn't. She got us an E. This uh, e? e. She was cursing up a storm. No. Oh, explicit. Yeah. No. Yeah. All right, here we go. Angel, you want to sit down? Or Does that affect the monetization of the podcast if you curse? No. no. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you guys ready? So, anyway, home. We have uh, the hottest from uh, one was called Fire in a Hole. Which one are we trying first? We're gonna do Fire in a Hole from Wink and Liz. That's the darker one. All right. I'm kind of nervous. I'm gonna be honest. Was it? Sorry, Ricky has no milk here. Just to set the scene, we have. Right. Uh, yeah. Uh, ready? Go. No. I can't even breathe in this space. I just, no. No. I took mean, a whole bite. <laughs> I ain't gonna take any. Oh god! Ow! It hurts. Yeah. I don't oh. want to do this anymore. I ain't gonna bite it. I ain't gonna bite it. Ow! How many of you do eat? You a little one. Oh, I ain't really, wing. I ain't really need much more. Where's the milk? Why would you? Do Angel, Angel's faking. She didn't take a bite. Right. Show me. Your, oh god! No, it's hot. It's no, 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 it's, it's hot. On my taste like, Give me that. Let's get it hotter. Oh, bro, I ate a whole side. Let's get the other one out of the way then. Oh, right? I'll take a bite out of the other one. Yeah, but I took a real bite. How do you get it out I'm not time? taking a real bite. So <laughs> when you take me, seven ninety nine each. I'm a picky eater. Oh my way. god! I can't even cleanse my palate though. That's why I Ricky, don't want to hit this water. Milk. We need some cocoa. Oh, bread. Okay, no okay, do that one. Ready? All right. My eyes twitching. No. 
The first one definitely was hotter. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, the first one was way, yeah, way hotter. hotter. I'm going to take a little piece. What's oh, man. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was. Ooh. So, E. Yeah. Uh, were you always- <laughs> <laughs> I'm scared to drink the water because I don't want to make it worse. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. I'm Angel sweating like a mannequin. <laughs> so, E, were you always in the sports? Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I played, so I played baseball my entire life, right? From like mm-hmm. five years old to like 20. <laughs> She's stuck. <laughs> she is stuck. All right, I gotta drink some water. I gotta. Uh, you play baseball. Were you good? Mm hmm. What position? I pitched. <gasps> oh, okay. I was a pitcher. <clears throat> And I thought that's what I was going to do, right? Like, okay, I'm going to play baseball. So I could have stayed home and played at Cleveland State, but I said, who wants to, like, stay home, right? I said, I'm going – I want to go to a Division I school. So I went to the University of Cincinnati, tried to walk on. And after my trial, coach called me over. I'm like, yeah, he wanted to talk to me. Because he didn't call anybody else over, right? Everybody else, when they got done pitching, they just went away. So he's like, Golden, come here. And I'm like, hey, how you doing, coach? He's like, we got a guy just like you. In order to walk on, you need to be better than what we have. Oh. So keep working out, come back next year, you know. And I was like, what? And I said, but you were enrolled. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, I was going so to school. Know, you know, next year, like, you're like, wait a minute, coach. This is. Like, I just was, I was just like, what? Huh? What? Come back next year. And, and I'm you're the only one he talked to. Only one. Everybody else, they just left. And I had the the wrong attitude. I'm sorry. <laughs> Go ahead. I had the wrong attitude. And I was like, man, well, forget it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm about to start kicking it. I'm all the way away from home. I've been on a straight and narrow. My boy's been having a good time. And I didn't make it. So, like, like whatever. So I was like, all right, I guess that's the end of, of my baseball dreams. As Angel, like, she's about to cry. <laughs> Her eyes are watering. Uh, so that's I think I might die. I'll be a history teacher, and that didn't work out either. Okay. <laughs> uh, why history? I was fascinated, you know, just by history. And then I had a... Uh, <laughs> it's really hard to talk while your mouth's on fire. I just made a bowl of water. I am going to attempt to put my lips in. <laughs> I was wondering what you were doing when you poured the water into a bowl. I was wondering, like, where you were going with that. <laughs> Bro, I've never seen this. Angel, literally, I don't know if anybody knows the history Miss Jane Pittman. Right. Yo, it was hot, but it was like... literally is souping it water. It wasn't doggy bowl your lips hot. You know that what I mean? Uh, I'm sweating. I have a hundred Let my lips yeah. burn. Uh, so, history teacher. Yeah, and then I had a uh, professor, my history of world civilization professor, that sat in front of the class and read out the book for an hour and 45 minutes twice a week. And I was like, nah, I don't want to do that either. <laughs> so then at that point, I didn't know what the hell I was going to do. I just had no idea. And then you went to? Um, then I ran out of cash and had to go home. I couldn't afford school anymore. <laughs> hey, <when> that happens. <laughs> right. <laughs> My dad was like, sorry, bro. I, you know, I got to take care of your sisters. Did, I don't, you, did you, know. you miss baseball? Um, yeah, I came back actually play like some adult league baseball when I, after I came back from the University of Cincinnati for a little bit. Um, start working at uh, American Greetings. My wife, who wasn't my wife at the time, but was my girlfriend since we were in high school, graduated from Ohio State, uh, and boom, 
We had a kid. Uh-oh. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I, I hate when it happens. Yeah. And then I got laid off from American Greetings. And it was like, what the hell am I going to do, right? I got a family now, no job. And I pretty much did everything that I could do. Temp agencies, loaded trucks, third shift, UPS, worked at uh, Dick's Sporting Goods, selling treadmills. And, um, and then ended up making my way back to American Greetings and like the, a part-time job like situation. My mind is just now coming to, you worked yes. at American Greetings and sold treadmills. What's happening? Different times. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Different times. Right. <laughs> what happened? I thought you were sports encourage you. Right. I know you can't rock. And this is why uh, Angel is a good friend of mine. Hey, we're done. We did what we need to do. Mm-hmm. Angel is still, we have milder wings. She's still eating the hot wings on her own. No, I'm not. No, yes, she's not. Are. No, she no, hasn't not. touched them. Oh, she's still. Like pieces of them. No, I wanted to finish that one. That first one can go straight back to hell where it came from. Here you go. Why are you pushing? She's putting my face. Okay. All right. You can finish uh, that. And then you went to uh, Ohio. Yeah, the Ohio. Um, it was called the Ohio Center for Broadcasting at the time. Now it's Ohio oh, Medium School. Media School. Um, and, you know, a situation where I was, uh, like I say, I got back at American Greetings. My wife's like, don't you want to have a career? I was 29. Like, it was late in the game oh. for me. And um, I'm like, man, I was just happy to have a job. So I wasn't really, you know, looking that far ahead. And I said, okay, I did some self-evaluation. Like, what do I love? All right, I love sports. Um, what am I good at? I'm like, well, I like, I think I'm funny, but I think I'm funny. That doesn't yeah. mean other people do. Um, so I'm like, I don't know what to do with that. I'm like, I make friends easy. I'm like, that's that's kind of a useless skill. Um, but I used to listen to the Dan Patrick show. Yeah. At work. And there was a producer that would play music and crack jokes once in a while. And I was like, I think I could do that. You know his name? Uh Seton O'Connor. Have you ever met him? No. You said thank you? I've never met him. Did but you no, I haven't. I'm ungrateful. I'm waiting to I'm waiting to meet him. Hopefully, I'll, I'll meet him one day. Um, and then I enrolled to Ohio Media School and got an internship at ESPN Cleveland, and just worked my ass off. Look at you now. Yeah. <laughs> ESPN on Saturday. So your story kind of sounds like Angel. Uh, Angel's story. She uh, played basketball and then got a plushy job right out of college. Oh yeah, yeah she worked yeah, really hard. Yeah. <laughs> You just ever sell treadmills? Uh, no, I didn't say no. treadmills. <laughs> <laughs> tell, tell me how many jobs you've had, Angel. I've had four or five jobs. Okay, t- let's hear. So Which ones? right out of the gate. Oh, okay. So right when I graduated. Did you talk to the mm-hmm. mic? Did you push Sorry. the mic away? I did. My, oh, I was so hot. It was. I couldn't breathe. Okay. That's not the mic, but okay. So, <laughs> so right out of college, I got an internship. Okay. Which was pretty awesome, mm-hmm. but I Where had the, okay with Fox Sports Florida in okay. Orlando. Gotcha. So that was for a year. <laughs> My nose Benefits, I know. Yeah. Like, yeah. do we have tissue, Ricky? Like, <laughs> nope. didn't, we're not nope. prepared here. Sleep. That's disgusting. Can you hear me? About to cry. Okay, thank you. Um, so actually, my first job out of college because we couldn't work as student athletes, right? So there was a little period where it was like, okay, I'm done with college, but I also have three more months before I start work. Mm-hmm. So I worked at Amber Crombie and Fitch. Okay. All right. For three weeks. Okay. And quit. I was like, I can't yeah, do this couldn't anymore. Do this it. Is a, I can't do this anymore. And then after that period. It was tough. It was, well, yeah. Going no back inside. Yeah. Yeah. Did they want to do the double tank? That's the noise that sprayed. That was terrible. I used it was to, a lot. I used to hold my breath. 
Yeah, yeah, it was just, it wasn't. I just, I couldn't do Angel that. Angel rough. Yeah, yeah. Had it rough. And then, no, well, when I moved out to L.A., it was pretty, everyone has, well, for those who have gone to L.A., has an L.A. story. It was it was hard for me. I had, like, four jobs. I worked with yeah. L.A. 36, did some Pac-12 stuff, worked with UCLA, and mm. worked at Nike. Real tough. Mm-hmm. Right? Did you ever have to go door-to-door doing anything? Um, I had to raise money um, in AAU for our AAU trips. Okay. That was the game. Like, so, like candy bars or something yeah. like that? Or, yeah, or remember Christmas time when you got the little pamphlets when you had to sell uh, oh, yeah. gift wrapping? Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. So gift wrapping? Or gift wrapping. It's different candy, stuff. Yeah, I never yeah. sold gift wrapping. Or like they necklaces did. or like candy or something no, like Atlanta, that. Yo, it was all Atlanta. in a, like, a, it was like one big book. I'm selling gold chains. I'm selling grills. You know you go door to door with grills? Here's grease. I know you need it. <laughs> That's crazy. Anyway, I don't want to hold you long. Uh, I wanted to talk to you real quick about just some quick hits. Uh, Indians, what's going on? I think they're going to be better than most people think they are. They have pitching, and whenever you can pitch, you'll be in it. Uh, yeah. I think the lineup is lineup's okay, but they'll they'll. I can see them making the playoffs. As you Who's know, the number one pitcher. Well, it's actually a funny Clevenger, joke. Actually me out. As you know, everything yeah. is always about me. Uh-huh. Clevenger is a fan of the show. I bet him uh, in 20 pitches that I can hit a ball. He can't throw off any basketball. Off of Clevenger? Yeah, he can't throw any no. fastballs. No. I don't care. No. He's going to get a foul tip. No. If he, you want him to throw fastballs because fastballs are straight. No, I don't want him to hit me. It don't matter. Rick, even like a changeup is going to be like 75, That's 80 said, miles said, an hour. He said it's 82. <laughs> yeah, right. I can get a foul tip. No, he's not. Not over. Go ahead and tell him what you told. Tell him what the. What, what I told him? Tell him. I forgot. You know what you told him. drinks in the ball. No. What did I say? What, Clev? What was the bet between Clev and you? I don't remember. Anyway, uh, he actually. Basically. Dared, he dared me to butt, too. The butt? Yeah, he dared oh, me. Oh, yeah, you don't want to do that. Basically, if I, hit, if I don't hit it, uh, he is the new co host of the podcast. It's his. Oh, he guess so. He gave up your slot. He gambled. No, he took his. Oh, okay. Yeah, he took mine. And oh, he gets, oh I'm fine. I'm safe. I'm, right. I'm oh, covered. Okay. Yeah, I'm going. So, and so if bold, I do though. hit it, what do I get? I forgot. I'm not sure. I don't know either. You're not, not though. Yeah, I didn't think I'm you t- were. Like I'm telling you, Rick, you're, you're not. Can yeah. you hit it past me a mile? Do you think wing? what the Houston <clears throat> Astros ultimately did? Is that mine? Ultimately did is good for baseball. No, no, uh-uh. like, listen, there's nothing wrong with like trying to figure out what the sign good. That's <laughs> where trying to handle and me another wing. Um, <laughs> like, it's, it, listen, when you play baseball, you try to figure out the other team's signs. That's cool. But when you have like an algorithm and, you know, and electronics, that's over the top. So I don't think that's good at all. Listen, if it's a guy on second and he kind of figures out what the catcher's doing, to me, that's fair. Uh, but having video cameras and stuff, that's to, fine. To both of you, real quick. I'll go with you, Angel, first. No. Uh, if you were on that team, would you accept uh, the pitches? Would you accept knowledge? Um, I honestly would. That's what yeah. a scouting report is. You okay. watch film on. So they and like okay, well, this for was instance, a little different. No, no. Okay, this is where this is where I'm only going to draw the line. Mm-hmm. When you watch film in basketball, you look for the signs where the you know point guard is running or whatever, right, where the right. coach is calling on the side. Right. Usually, right? Mm-hmm. So then you see that, you clip it, and they're like, if they do horns, this is what the coach is saying, if they put this up, you know that's what they're, they're going to run. Right. And you know how to jump everything. Right. So that's an advantage right. if you're studying it. Right. I feel like in a lot of sports, you just kind of go over their sets. Now, in baseball, I can't speak to it because I honestly think that if you know what they're going to do, yeah, you, if you know, know how to adjust. If you let a professional hitter know what's coming... 
they're probably going to hit it. Or they know not to swing, right? Would you accept it? Uh, yeah, yeah, I would. I would, too. Yeah, would I you... wouldn't, like, initiate it. I wouldn't be like, hey, everybody, right. let's put a camera over here. Yeah, like, I no. wouldn't do that. See, I would be that person. But see, yeah. it's also not illegal in basketball to go over the scouts, um, right. you know, in the signs. Exactly, and exactly. Uh, Cleveland Browns. Uh-oh. Yeah. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, I, look. This I, is the time of year when we drink the Kool-Aid. Listen, I, I still love the Browns. You know, always drink the Kool-Aid? Will. We'll see. We'll see. And you know I'm crazy optimistic. Like, this for is, real. He, just, he hurt my heart. Yeah. I, I'm not, man, this is the first time I jumped off. And I was waiting for you to help me come back on. Look, you know I don't do that, like, yelling to the microphone, sports talk radio, right? Which is, they fight when they, well, when John Dorsey resigned, I lost it. I lost it. I, I couldn't, I, I couldn't I take listening. it, man. It was. I'm just so sick of them just changing all the time. It's so frustrating that now I'm just like, man, we'll see. That Dorsey thing was strange. Right. Like, look, look, look at the team he put together. And they're like, and man, to you know analytics. what? We'd rather you do something else. Analytics is, is, is good for baseball because baseball is all numbers. Everything about baseball is numbers. Everything football has a place. nothing about numbers. You can use analytics in football, so. but Tom I don't Brady think you can be solely analytical in I, football. I don't even think you can use it a little bit, to be honest with you. Because football is, is, is so many elements of Tom Brady's old and wind changes and this guy's running and this defense and it's... So I met Bill Belichick's uh, head of analytics. Dude looked like a scientist. Like if you were to, like if you were, without even saying anything, Ricky, what does that look like? What is a scientist? What, what Just leaves him. Okay. Or yeah, one so of our whatever you think is like. Hair was kind of messy. Head on glasses. Papers everywhere. Yeah, walking in with a briefcase. Shirt with no like undershirt, you know, underneath with like some pins in his pocket. And they use analytics. They use analytics, just not to decide like what play to call. We got you for about five more minutes, and I want to make it the best five minutes we can have. Anything you want to ask us? Um. Not on the record. <laughs> me, Angel, for me, he and somebody remains nameless, which I, I don't know how either one of you guys do this, and you guys do a great job. This is what you guys do. I'm mm-hmm. just, I don't even want to say I'm in your world because I don't. This is, man, I touch my eye world. now, it's burning. Oh, see? God. You see my hands on my pocket? Do you want the, uh, <laughs> no, I'm holding the water. Do you want the water? You guys are amazing at multitasking while focusing in on your job. There's not yeah. a time where I don't text E and he's not on air and he doesn't text me back or he's retweeting something I tweeted while he's on air. I can't read well. Yeah, you get Were used you to it. Thing I called you yesterday, you're reading. Yeah, you get used to it. When I first started, like, I, I couldn't walk and chew bubble yeah. gum. I, well, <laughs> I just can't read well. It's a, I can't read out hey, loud. So, my, I guess I said, I know my wife forever, right? So, when we were in high school, Valentine's Day, Sweetest Day roll around, I always get her two cards. I get her something that was, like, nice and sweet and something that was funny. Well, my, like, junior year, and we knew each other since we were freshmen, I had this class called Communication Skills. <clears throat> And it was just like I did bad on a test I didn't care about. So one day I'm talking to uh, my wife and my girlfriend at the time, and she goes, let me ask you something, Emmett. I'm like, what's up? She says, can you read? Oh, no. I said, you you don't think I can read? She's like, well, you take that class. And I, she was in honors. My wife was in honors, graduated early from college. Like, she's smart, right? Mm-hmm. And I was like a regular person, which she thought I was dumb. You know, basically. Oh, no. She's like, can you read? I said, I, for the last three years, I've gotten you like 30 cards. Can I ask you a question? Was a, what was the age range of people in the room you were in? In that, in communication skills? No, did you? 
All right, let me it was just over. me and her. It was let, a solo let me, no, conversation. Let me start over. When you went into your school, mm-hmm. did you go to the classroom all the way to the end of the hall? Were you escorted? No. Was no, it you I was like all ages? No. Was no, it, it was every, I was wood. with everybody else. Was a kid that wore a helmet? No. Okay. Uh-uh. Was there a rug in there? Nope. How big was no. your bus? I didn't ride a bus. Hmm. Yeah. You own a pair of cowboy boots back then? No, I didn't. Okay. No. <laughs> no, I didn't. You walk with it was, you remember the, the cat test? Mm-mm. The CAT test. It was just a way they judge whether kids were like learning or, you know, mm-hmm. or not. And I found that out. Yeah. I found uh, out that it didn't matter how I did. I was like, I wouldn't, it wouldn't affect my grade. So I sat there and just marked down anything. And then, wait a <laughs> minute. And ended up no, in communication. He's trying to bring me in. Like, how <laughs> you know? I was, I'm literally considered. Uh, my IQ is very high. My, my dad like fought for me not to go, like, Growing up, our elementary school had this like special um, group of kids on like Tuesdays. They they would meet. They would take us out of the class, and we all meet and we do these like really advanced things. And my dad literally fought for me not to be recognized as one of those kids. And something I don't see your dad doing that, but no, cause, I mean for real, like because he didn't want me to be singled out as being smart. Like no. his thing was like, you do good in school, like. Like that's to, what you're supposed to do. Yeah, right? he's like, yeah. just because somebody says you did well on an IQ test don't mm-hmm. mean crap. So I tested really high, but I can't tell me. Yeah, that. I didn't because I was like, no, it doesn't matter. So why would she? Okay. She, she just why would she at, just because you were in communication skills? Yeah, that's I it. just randomly she no, asked me this question, I'm with her on this and one. I'm like, what are you? What are you talking about? He just said you put a a a a a a a on the test. Yeah, because I knew it wasn't going to affect my grade. Not a good move. I'm not saying like it was a smart thing to do. Clearly, I just no, didn't. No, no. I just <laughs> didn't care. You don't right? have to say that's that. Yeah, I just didn't care. That's why he and she was with asked me, I, I couldn't believe it. She asked me. I was like, this, so I, to go back to the cards, I said, I've gotten you all these cards. Did you think I like let my sisters pick them out or something like that? She's like, well, I've never known anybody in that class. So I figured you were in there because you couldn't read. I'm like, no, nah, baby, I'm still being with you. Yeah, that's a real one. She's awesome. Yeah, yeah. She's she awesome. thought I was illiterate and stayed with me. So, and uh, I definitely would. Yeah. <laughs> well, according to Angel, I am illiterate. I just don't Listen, read well. Live reads are hard. I understand it. I, I, I comprehend. So I just read what I need to read. So to actually read word for word is like, so the man went down the street. And I, I and Angel right. do it. This, this was, you did a good interview yesterday with Campy. I thought it was amazing. Like I was like the way you flowed was like amazing. Like you guys, your interviewing skills is just crazy. Like I mean, for real. I hate my interviewing skills. I don't see. I don't think I'm a good interviewer. I think either. I have so much room to grow, but I thank you so much for that. Thank you. Yeah, I, every I, time I go, like I grade myself each time. And I'm like, I don't have anxiety very often, but when I have to do an interview, I typically have some type of anxiety. No, I'm not even kidding you. Like, I think I've developed anxiety because mm-hmm. of this job. Yeah, like, so <laughs> right, right. even get, right. like life is being like out there on social media. Everyone has an opinion and a voice, and just mm-hmm. like right. they can say whatever, and you wanting to get it right, you can't or, get that oh, time man. back. Especially in like my role, like mm-hmm. some like an analyst or a play-by-play can get it back, yeah. like right. and just kind of like go throughout the game and just find a play. Right, right. Fifteen seconds, you better get right. Nope. All right, you have and a whole quarter to be figure another, it out. Yeah, yeah. exactly. It's funny because growing up, we were raised to not care what people think about us, but we literally in a profession where we literally are judged and paid well or unwell based upon what people think of us. 
One hundred percent. To a certain extent, yeah. All right. I would say one hundred percent. Yeah, and it's you know we have there's websites dedicated to talking about how crappy we are at our jobs and stuff yeah. over at the station. Like it's amazing. Well, I stay away from it. Like I just don't read yeah, it don't because know, listen, comments. Everybody ever. has an opinion. Like who really cares? Somebody right? diagnosed me with um, diabetes once. Because I used to stick my tongue out in photos. I was just at my trademark. And they said my tongue looked to have dots on them and extremely dry. And then they screenshot and showed me a picture. I said, you had diabetes? Yeah, I need to get checked. Or thyroid. One of the two. But they had broken it down. Your thyroid? (laughs) (laughs) That's what I said. I was like, your thyroid. Uh, I'm dying. I'm dying. Uh, Oh, you should see. Somebody yesterday, even uh, he is good about not entertaining. Somebody yesterday said, uh, I asked if public enemy was relevant. And they said, this is coming from a guy who thinks that um, the Beatles is trash. Hmm. Which I, I didn't say it's trash, I just thought they're overrated. Mm-hmm. And people don't understand, things. you can like things that are overrated. Like, right, right. Completely. So I, I wrote that, and the guy wrote back, this is coming from a guy who can't make a decision with, without white people in the room. What? Totally out of like left field, right? What? Like had nothing to do with. That's like a Kevin Hart. Like, I am a comedian. I, I like snap. Like if people like that's what I like to do. So I sat mm-hmm. there and I'm like, do I go like this? I went to Morehouse. I grew up in Warrensville. <laughs> right. I run a nonprofit. The most diverse side of town. By the way. Don't do that. <laughs> so I'm like trying to figure out. Like, he gets really touchy. I know. No, you made me call into the show. <laughs> I was chilling, minding my own business. To fill you in, I'll let you go on this one. He, uh, the new Browns coach was trying to be all. Oh, I remember this. And he simply asked a question. He said he would have, and it was cute what he was doing, but I don't think he understood the dynamics of the room and what the breakdown was of Cleveland. So he right. said, "Say your name, and are you East Side or West Side?" He's like, I'm trying to figure out which side to live on. Right. I remember right. that part. Yeah, I didn't know did. that he was making people say their name and where they were from. But everyone yeah. in the room, just being real. He real-time. was halfway joking, but I people were no, doing no. it too. No, no, no. And I can I completely understand. my podcast. Yeah. So, no, go for it. Up, it's all white on the west side. And it's diversity or blacks on the east side. That's just how it is. That's the way I was raised, the way it looks. It's black suburbs, whatever. So, so I disagree okay. because well, he did, I say. But well, he did it on air. So you. So, now so this is my like. Go. Listen, there is definitely more black people on the east side than the west side. Mm-hmm. But to me, that doesn't mean it's more. But diverse. I wasn't saying it. I was saying okay. I don't know a diverse city on the west side. I could give you Cleveland Heights. I can give you Shaker. I don't know a Cleveland Heights or Shaker. So then somebody wrote Lakewood, being the guy I am, and he was wrong with it. He's on. Didn't the mayor somebody get involved with this? Oh, it was councilman, mayor, the whole like. So I go they online. About I Google. It I was, was like, <laughs> exactly. And the, the funny thing about like me and E or just or just social media, it's it's entertainment for me. Right. Like it's right. like whatever. So people are like, oh, you gotta always bring up race, and then it's literally like now the councilman is of uh, uh, which don't even get me started. It's about his his area, like three blocks of Cleveland, which these people were telling me places still wasn't diverse. I mean, it, it might have pockets, but that Lakewood people brought up. Right. Lakewood had. Literally eight percent black, and I was like, "Is that diversity?" Well, it's so like eight percent black, seven percent uh, Hispanic, six percent Islamic. White. You know what I'm saying? But then people were like, "Is East Cleveland diverse?" And I was like, "No, but it's still a neighborhood with black people in on the East Side." So it was like, "I'm done with it." 
Like I'm done. He's done. Yeah, I call right. him. We, we moved laugh on. on right. I right. went E over my argument. Laughing. We good. He's done. He's gonna pick up his kids. I went home. Yeah. <laughs> now it's just councilman. It's, it's, it's mayors. Like just nonstop. But here's the thing: when people agree with you online, they just like it or retweet. When they disagree, right. they're writing whole paragraphs. Paragraphs. Right. They're trying to find right. out my upbringing. They're trying to find photos. Like it, it, it's getting crazy. But I'm just like, hey guys, if you want to come to diverse event, I have a charity event in two weeks. Called <laughs> <laughs> diversity. But it got so bad because I don't think people. And me and E talked about this, and our other buddy uh, who won't say because he's in a group chat with us. People get so bent out about first time when when somebody brings up race, and people mm-hmm. feel themselves get. Like they're on defense. Like I'll be honest with you, most of my friends are black. I'm black. Nothing wrong with that. Mm-hmm. If I went online and, and looked at all the people I follow, friends, I'm like, all your right. friends are white. I'm not racist. Never like said nobody said people. that. Right. People hang out with people that look like them, act like them, drink like them, hang out. They say that most two segregated times in America is Saturday night and Sunday morning. Saturday mm-hmm. night you're drinking. Sunday night you church. go to church. But there's right. nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with as long as you don't treat other people inferior. Right. Right. Asian, as long as you don't hate somebody yeah. for being different. But if you like, say that online, especially Cleveland, which I realize Cleveland is the most segregated, one of the most segregated cities in America. It is. So if you, if like, I have friends that I'm, I go to town hall and I'm like, hey, I like going to rumor. And they're like, why not town hall? I'm like, I love town hall, but when I go, I'm the only black. Mm. Why'd you notice that? I go, we want to go to rumor. Am I allowed to run? <laughs> no, I, I've been there before where, like, I Which had a very rumor. diverse group. Like, I, I just hang with everybody. Yeah, right, and I remember right. leaving from uh, even Barley House just a couple but of times. when you kick it, let's be honest, you like to kick it with black people. Absolutely. Like, I'm not saying anything ball about that. Black ball players. Like, that's right. True. Right. That doesn't, I mean, but at the end of the day, like, they were like, all right, where are we going? I said, hey, we're going to go straight to rumor. She's like, okay. <laughs> and we all like this. <laughs> It'd be like a field trip. The people are listening. Rumors of black clubs like, that our friends oh, are. We're going to go back. And I was like, okay. All right. We'll meet right. you over there. That's that's your opinion. That's your level of comfort. That's what you right. want to do. Right. You know? But I always think it's funny that they don't see our level of uncomfortability or that we have to always accept being a token. And I point out to one of my friends and she's like, I never noticed that. I was like, every club you go to is either all black, which is only two. Or all white, which is everywhere. And she's right. like, I never noticed. I go, it's not a problem. And just give you one more point of reference. I went to Morehouse, which is all black. Uh, one, we had one white kid at the time. He was vice president of student body. Cool. We loved him. He did brother dance. But I was telling people, <laughs> if, you took a, dance. If, you took a, if you took a token, <laughs> you took a token black guy and put him in like somewhere like in Alabama, you'd probably get lynched. So it's this comfortability, like you said, of like uncomfortability with like people just out of their comfort out of comfort zone, but they don't realize most of the time we are always out of our comfort zones. And it's just part of just who we are, our makeup. Like you said, in, in a room when you're doing Brown's uh, feet or oh, whatever. That was my, like my biggest thing, the way it really was started, I said it shows you the lack of diversity in the media. You know, when what Stefanski did, it wasn't, I thought it said more about the media than it did the city. You know, right. what side they live on. Because listen, there's, maybe three black people in the media in Cleveland, you know, uh, right. as far as like show hosts. Yeah. It's like Andrea four and two of them are on do the show. I show. And I'm half white. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm half white. You know what I'm saying? So, drop right, right. So that's, you know, it's it, it just is no diversity in the media. You know, but then, it just isn't. But then it's, so it's, it's two people that, that, that speaks up at that point. There's a person that uh, then goes, well, I don't see race. And I'll be honest with you, that's a person I really despise more than the racist. And I'm going to tell you why. We see race. Like, it's okay to see race. I don't see color. I think it's okay to be different. Like, it's okay to be, like, there's different cultures. I like to eat Asian food. Acknowledge it. Yeah, like, we're different. There's a difference, but you don't have to 
be prejudiced or uh, like there's just I, I get what you're saying 100 percent. like i'd rather you say yeah i acknowledge that yeah, you're I'm an african-american woman. i'm six four i'm six three i see how you I got a friend that's five one. Listen to the podcast. Probably mad me now. His name's Caesar. Right. Call him no Caesar. <laughs> I see height when I walk in somewhere. Right. And right. I don't think people it's understand privilege too, because right. like I use height privilege. I go to the bar. I can stand over anybody. I'm like, hey, let me get a. Hey, in the locker room, I don't care if somebody's standing in front of me. Boom, I'm good. Right. <laughs> I'm tall. We're really accepting it. It's not. It's not tucking it in. We just accept the fact that we have things like I. I literally say I have education privilege. I went to school, going university school, one of the best schools in America. Went to Morehouse. I use it when I need to, but it's not saying, oh, education is all the same. It isn't. Heights aren't all the same, or sometimes we use black privilege, white privilege. But I just think we get so it, now it's a double, it's a double thing where everyone's sensitive, but then everyone thinks everybody's sensitive. So you just stuck right. in this weird, like right. this, one, this dude yesterday. I, I don't go in that note. When I asked um, if public interview was relevant, he attacked me, and I literally was asking a question. Right. And in right. conclusion, anything you want to say? We do a thing called words of wisdom. Uh, what's that? Where I, I have a words of wisdom. That so may or it. may not be wisdom. Okay. Go for Let it. Me I, hear. It, it, may Let be, hear. it may be wisdom. You have one? I, um, this is the first time. We, oh, uh, no. Guy Tori killed it. He had a great one. Literally. No, I have a bunch of weird, like, sayings. That's what she has, too? Um, I just, like, there, there are exceptions to every rule, but the rules are ruled for a reason. Um, if okay. every day is a sunny day, what's a sunny day? Like, that type of stuff. If every day is a sunny day, then what's a sunny day? I live in San Diego. I live in San Diego. It was amazing. But like you can't no, really no, no, appreciate no, 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 no. it. I did not like living in LA for a while because mm-hmm. I was like, where are the thunderstorms? I feel like everything is just too bland and yeah. the same. Yeah, I get like, you. listen, I get you catch a beautiful day in Cleveland, people are happy. I, right? I, the sun was out and it was 40 degrees, and I said, This is the most beautiful day I've ever right. witnessed in my life. Right. <laughs> it's because every day is not like that. Exactly. You know, and it's just, it's, that's really what it boils down to ultimately is if every day I'm covering, you know, sports, mm-hmm. right? Like, there are people who would be like, Man, I'd do anything I can to be in that locker room. There's some nights where I'm like, Man, I'd rather be at home. Right. Because every sure. day is a sunny day, right? You know what I'm saying? Because I'm here all the time. Like, with my lights, is that? What's wrong with you? No, it's right. It's lightning. Hold I don't on. see Wait. lightning. Hold on. Okay, my words of wisdom is: uh, when life gives you tomatoes, throw them back at it. Okay. I really liked your two. Oh, we don't need, <laughs> I feel like I'm going to push out my job here. <laughs> don't you have to work or something? Don't yes, I do. I, I, I do. I do. I got to put you. a show together. You want to take, take the wings and drop? Take, take no, the wings I'm not and the sauces. No, I wish we could show you the craziness we have on the table. They will not. So to fill you in, thank you for coming, E. Just know I am more of your friend than Angel. Angel told me to get the mile and she was going to act like she was eating hot. I did not say that. Renee's podcast episode 20. Thanks, Emmett. Uh, Angel, do you have anything to say? We, we done? You done? Bye, guys. All right. Oh, 20. Woo. Thanks for listening. Who's the most famous uh, number 20 of all time? Passball. Mm-hmm. Ray Allen? I was, that's the first one that came that's to mind, honestly. That's, that's the only one I know. That's the first one that came to mind. That's the only one I know. All right, y'all. All right. Thank you so much. We out. <laughs>